Music and fun. Miskin Radio. So it's Rick Murta and, and David Mumford here. Uh, Rick, tell us about your naked hugs. All right. Well, it's, it's just a one-off thing. Uh, bear in mind, this was just a story that happened at uh, Download 2009. Um, I just saw Slipknot with my friends. It was pretty good. So we thought, let's drink to celebrate. So we drunk to celebrate. And I ended up celebrating a bit too much. Uh, got a bit too naked. Got a bit, a bit too, too huggy. Naked. Yeah, well, I kept my shoes on, you know, for the dignity. Mm, but um, uh, then I started going a bit mental. Uh, downed uh, what I thought was a bottle of water, but it ended up being a bottle of vodka. So I uh, eliminated my taste buds at that point. And I started, um, again, offering naked hugs to everyone. Some people obliged, which was very nice of them. Um, but then at one point, two guys had walked past me talking about Bill and Ted. I think it w- I think they were anyway. And I had a go at them saying, you know, there ain't no Bill and Ted 4, which... <laughs> Technically, I'm right, but I decided to um, chase them, still naked, uh, to try and fight them about that. And then I came back and I said, you know what, I'm Jackie Chan, so I'm going to flip into the tent. Ended up flipping onto the tent, damaged the tent, which was nice. And then... Um, <laughs> but isn't it like, I mean, it wasn't a pointed tent with like a point on the top? No, it, ha- it had a quite a big um, like door, essentially. Mm. So I, can, I, I assumed I was going to be able to somersault my way into I was like some that. sort of teepee or something like that. Yeah. And then you like, <laughs> land on the point and like, oh God, this isn't good. No, we, we went test guys with this one. And um, it's a pretty pretty nice tent. Unfortunately, I ruined it. And my friends were put, putting it back up. And then I was just like yelling uh, at my missus, uh, get in the tent, uh, I want to sleep with you. And she said, um, I am in the tent. And I said, where am I then? <laughs> I was so out of it. And then I ended up um, throwing up on a, one of the security guards that decided to sit with my friends. And my friends got a bit sick of me at that point, uh, you know, even though I got a bit sick Have myself. you been back since? Have you gone to a downer festival since? No, no. Um, but I don't think it's for that reason. <laughs> I'm not a festival person, apparently. Um, yeah, or a vodka person, either. So, yeah. um, so, and you're completely changing your style now with stand-up. Like you've gone I, from very conversational to, to the absolute opposite. Well, only for a year. Yeah. Um, I decided, because I've never really done jokes before, as in like one-liners. I've always been, like, a, like you said, a conversational, confessional-style comedian. So I thought, just for the year, um, I want to challenge myself to do actual joke writing. Just It would just be a good skill to develop. And I thought it would be a lot more fun to challenge myself for the year, and then I'll... By the end of the year, I'll put something out that resembles some kind of some kind of a show, I guess. But if you really, really enjoyed it with the one-liners, will you keep with it? Sure, yeah. yeah. But um, at the moment, it's just a year's challenge that I've right. set myself. Well, so. we've got a bigger challenge for you now. All we right, are going yeah. to have... Now, it's not a pun-off. I don't know what we're going to call it. One yeah. idea I've come up with is one liner too many. Are you happy with that? I'm happy with that, mate. Right, yeah. okay. So we're going to do one line of two men. Essentially, what me and me and comedian McMurtry are going to do is we're going to do puns or one liners. We're going to throw them at each other. We're going to have a riff off or a pun off or something like that. And, and David, can you just like do like start like with a dramatic beat on your guitar? Uh huh. Um, dramatic beat. Well, just like any sort of beat, just as a nice background. Right. And then uh, Rick, do you want to start? Off? Do you want to go first? I'll go first. Right, yeah. Far away. Let's do it. Uh, I'm God's gift to women. If God didn't know to get you for your birthday. <laughs> Leaving gifts. They're a goodbye. I've got some jokes about Southern Rail, but unfortunately, due to planned engineering works, there's going to be a delay to that service. I high-fived a cyclist. Turns out he was signalling left. <laughs> Cleanliness is next to godliness, but I'm not taking a shower again until God pays my water bill. <laughs> <laughs> 
I got reviewed. It said, Kieran Paul, what a joke. I was quite happy with that. I went to Eminem World recently. It was a rip-off. Didn't have any of his albums. <laughs> Wireless thrills. They're remotely exciting. Sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me, apart from the word sticks and stones. This is going to go on forever, so yeah. let's we keep going. Um, I went to a careers meeting. North didn't turn up. I have narcissistic personality disorder, if I do say so myself. I don't understand why online trolleys bully. It's the real ones that get pushed around all day. Uh, I'm a recovering adult colouring book addict, but I'm worried if I see an unfinished back tattoo, I'll relapse. <laughs> Getting wood on the internet is easy. Take eHarmony. I got 12 matches. I read a book on free will. My choice. Oh, this is a... Ri- oh, can I go in the risky one? I'm going to go... No, um, I thought I found a Reading ticket. Turns out it was a book voucher. <laughs> I'm going to go risky. Go risky. Um, when I'm old, I hope I get amnesia to help me forget I've got dementia. <laughs> I used to gig at a semi-automated cotton factory. Sometimes the material made itself. (laughs) Uh, Okay. uh, Last year I asked my woman what she wanted for Christmas and she said home alone. So on Christmas Day she locked me out the flat. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) 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 Uh, Thank you, David, for the the beat as well. Um, Not how um, tense that beat was. It's supposed to be like a heartbeat. No, that was good. It kind of made me feel a bit tense to me. I thought, Jesus Christ. If you've got any any good uh, puns or jokes, uh, do tweet them in there. Just uh, hashtag the KP sessions um, and tweet tweet them us and we'll read them out. If they're good, if they they reach uh, the standard that apparently we reached. Um, (laughs) And very quickly, um, you also do clay modelling as well. That's part of like yes, I do. do. Yeah, just as an aside, I also get commissions for it now. I only started doing it about a year ago, and uh, just out of fun and passion for just art stuff. And then now people are paying for something. And you do you do like cartoon characters, don't you? Like Marvel characters, things like that. Anything, yeah, yeah. anything. Uh, I, I I did. Um, you know, do you remember Tim Curry's um, Darkness from uh, the film Legends with Tom Cruise? He was a big, the big horned devil oh, looking yeah. dude. I did that, and then. Uh, just I, random people ask you to do these things uh, when I first started it it was just um, me being random to keep me out of trouble mm-hmm. and now uh, p- posting online it's actually worked very well so now people are actually requesting or commissioning me to make some certain things so it does nice. depend yeah, and, and where nice. can people like see pictures of them like, is... uh, you can go to, go to my uh, Facebook uh, page now which is RJM Clay and I post them all on there everything for sale uh, if you want commissions to send message through there lovely so this is uh, comedian Rick Murta and uh, David Mumford who is in live session and um, we've had the one line of two men competition but also we've got of course two uh, live songs from David including one that's going to be a really sensational cover here on Miskin Radio so that is Skies and their new record afterwards and it is Ali and uh, Jericho from Folkson, uh, a bit of synth pop for you there. Um, and we've had a few uh, tweets come in. Um, so we've had one from a, a new Ash Green artist, Pedestrian Zero, who's listening, and he's, he's come up with this pun for us. Uh, so I have the heart of a lion and a lifetime ban from London Zoo. 
<laughs> reasonable? Yeah, it's pretty good. Reasonable. Like we're give, we're giving four out of five, um, but seven out of ten. That's just the way it works. Um, so we're with uh, Rick Murta and uh, David Mumford. We're on live on Facebook as well. If you want to go onto the Facebook page, the uh, Miskin Radio Facebook page, or the Kieran Paul Sessions Facebook page, and you'll be able to uh, see us live as well as uh, watch us live as well as as well as listen. Um, so David, uh, you've, you, we talked about uh, sort of how Rick's changes his comedy style. You've had a massive change of perspective in music recently. Yeah, I suppose so, yeah. I mean, like everyone else, I used to do gigs in the area and try and push the old music down people's throats. But um, got a bit, it gets a bit boring after a while, just begging. The begging vibe is how I kind of see it. Mm. Like, oh, please come to, please buy this this song or please come to my gig. And it becomes a bit of a, no, it became a bit, of, bit more of a commercial venture, I suppose, rather than a, than a fun thing um so now yeah i just give give everything away for free online and was it a case of, like you put in too much pressure on yourself like wanting um, to kind of make whatever make it i don't even know what that means like when i say you make it but was it that or possibly i don't know I, I think it's just it's what everyone does um all kind of musicians i know all people that are trying to as you say make it that's they all seem to follow the same the same strategy um and nine times out of ten, it doesn't work anyway, um, or, you, or it needs more effort than people are willing to give it. And I don't know, I just wasn't enjoying it. I wasn't enjoying trying to trying to sell stuff. Mm. Um, so now it's, it's great. Everything that I can give away for free, which is pretty much everything apart from one song, um, which Warner Music Group have copyrighted somehow. I don't know how they managed to do that. They um, copyrighted your song? Yeah, they've got the copyright to one of my songs. I've no idea how it... How it happened? Crumbs, but isn't yeah. that uh, a, a legal battle that you probably probably? Oh, it's wow. one of those things That's that one. Um, I sh- I, again, this is one of those things that I could look into and stress myself out about. But then again, you know. I've got loads of other so, songs. So, so, so yeah. you've got you've got a song that's been taken by like the biggest filmmakers like in the world, yeah. and they've said it's theirs. Well, they've got the copyright to it. Yeah, wow. I tried to um, put a that's video of it on YouTube, and it said no. Warner Music Group own the copyright. Yeah, for wow. this song. Um, that's crazy. So I don't know. Um, so you could like I assume you haven't seen it in a film or something like that. Not right? yet. No, it could happen. I suppose. I mean, that's beautiful. Like it'd be. Ama- I get that's one of those things. It'd be amazing if like you're in a cinema. And you're like, oh, that's my song. At the same time, you'd be like, oh my god, that's my song. And like, why is well, there like millions of pounds going right. my way? If you say I'm going to give away my stuff for free, it's a philosophical change that has to happen. And if you say that, then you've got to commit to it. So now, if anyone wants to use, I've said, if anyone wants to use any of my songs for anything commercial. Or otherwise, if you want to change it or do any kind of editing, that's fine. Um, it's it's free. So mm. once I've said that, I've got to. That's oh, got to be right. how it is. Okay. Right? So yes. Sorry. From a, yeah. Even yeah. from a kind of emotional, philosophical point of view, I think that's the way. So in a, to... so in a way, it's worked because now. Well, <laughs> maybe Brothers. that's one way. Well, yes, because they probably wouldn't have wanted. Oh, you know, I don't know, but maybe it's a lot easier to sort of get your music knowing that it's for free, as in like that. Maybe. Yeah. Um, they can't cop- No one can copyright it. No, it's, no, um, very Creative true. Commons yeah. licensed. Um, that's, that's a bit of a different issue, isn't it? That one. Right. So you say so. One of us saying it. Tell us about the pomegranate. The pomegranate guy. Oh, dearie me. Because well, this isn't so good. Well, <laughs> people can use, as I say, people can use my songs for whatever they like. Um, download from the Free Music Archive, um, and lots of people use my tunes as backing tracks in their video blogs or like their cake making blogs, all kinds of weird stuff. Um, 
one guy um, has used it for the best one. If I think it's called, should I say the, what, what the product is or just the generic, the generic thing it was, um, he wanted to raise money on some kind of Kickstarter project for a thing which takes pomegranate seeds out of pomegranates. The thing we've all, we all need, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Um, and basically, it, it costs, he wants 15 grand or something to produce this thing, and, he, and he's got a prototype, and it's basically a stick. <laughs> and, oh I don't under, and it's a stick with a bit of metal in the middle. He invented the knife! It's a heavy <laughs> stick, and he, and he wants 15 grand to, to design it. And so your music right. is playing And my in music the is in the background for that video, <laughs> urging people to part with their money to help him create his pomegranate sticks. I think it's amazing. Like, fair play to him. I think that's... I think Warner Brothers should make a film about Pomegranate Man. About that guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's like an Austrian or German or something, so the video's quite fun. Wow. His voiceover is quite, is quite cool. You kind of think, is this a joke or is this serious? But I'm pretty sure it's a serious endeavour because people have donated money to it. Jesus. So, wait, is it, so his... When does his Kickstarter campaign finish, you know? I don't know. It's, it must have already finished. Oh, I yeah. need to check if he's actually... Because if he has accomplished his goal... It, I would, <laughs> not only would it be amazing, but I would want one yeah. for free. Yeah. Like just oh, if you don't get one for free, that's a like the biggest... Stick. Yeah, that would be very frustrating. Yeah. Um, do, have you ever had pomegranate? I've never eaten no, one in my life. See it in a Waitrose, but you see weird things I've had the there, juice, yeah. It's Ooh. quite nice. Ooh, lovely. Yeah, i never had the stick. Well, uh, let's, let's find out later. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, uh, what we're here for, of course, is um, the live sessions. David Mumford, um, please uh, perform your... Yeah, let's introduce um, us to your first live song. Cool, okay. Um, this, I'll play one from the latest album I did, which was um, a homemade thing, um, which I kind of... was an organic thing. I did it over a few years, just recording homemade songs. Um, again, gave it away for free. It's called Night Moves, is the album. This song is called Shelby Blues. Um, this is the first kind of song that I wrote from another person's perspective. A real person called Shelby. Shelby Blues And I'll hold you tight Just for tonight I hit West Street down by the shore Starby burning in the sky up on North Road, it's closing time. Dumb man, don't look me in the eye. So, who are you to sing me to Shelby Blue? Mr. Mr. I'm feeling hot 
What you think about my pretty red hair? Maybe I love you or maybe not. Either way, I don't really care. I don't. That is David Mumford with Shelby Blues with a bit of whistling as well. A bit of whistling. <laughs> Love it. Um, so uh, that's Shelby Blues. Uh, we're going to do another one uh, very soon. He's going to be doing a cover of a very famous song. Uh, but now it's time for our first uh, word exclusive of the evening. Um, it comes from spoken word artist Carnaby Bennett and it's called Low. So now it's time for our second life song and it's a very special cover. But I will let David Mumford tell us what it is. <laughs> So this is a cover of um, that song from Singing in the Rain. And we don't know who um, wrote it. <laughs> but we know Gene Kelly was in the film, correct? Singing in the rain What a glorious feeling I'm happy again And I'm laughing at clouds So high up above The sun's in my heart And I'm ready for love Stormy clouds chase Everyone from the place Come on with the rain I got a smile on my face And I walk down the lane With a happy, happy refrain And I be singing, just singing In the rain David Mumford doing Singing in the Rain 
Um, and you can listen to the entire session again, both his live songs and the interview um, for free by downloading and subscribing to the Kieran Paul Sessions podcast on iTunes. That's Paul, as in P-O-O-L-E, the place in Dorset, and you'll be able to hear it all again, all the best bits in one podcast. So uh, now we've got our second of three world exclusives we're playing tonight, a song that's never been played on the radio before. Uh, we are the first in Kent to play it, we're the first in England to play it, we're the first in the UK, Europe, perhaps not, let's not talk about Europe, uh, but the Earth, uh, the Earth, let's go for the Earth Universe. Um, it's by Adam John Sharp and it's called Everything's Fine. Adam John Sharp, Everything's Fine. He's a Maystone singer-songwriter. That was a second world exclusive. We've got we've got a third world exclusive um, coming up in the next sort of 10 minutes. Uh, Trevor Martin just stepped into the studio as well, ahead of the Soul Flavour show from 8 till 10. So if you love a bit of soul, stick around from 8 till 10 and you'll be educating all of us on uh, soul music. But now it is time for this. Worst jobby wobby Worst jobby wobby Worst 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 jobby wobby Worst jobby wobby Worst Comedian Rick Murta, tell us about the worst jobby wobby that you've had. Worst jobby wobby I ever had. Uh, I worked in a call centre dealing uh, with customer complaints for a few fast food chains. So basically I had to deal with their complaints uh, about their takeaway. <laughs> what was the weirdest one? What was I've the weirdest had, complaint? I've had so many, but the one that really sticks to my mind was um, there's this uh, lady that called up complaining that she was overcharged by 2p. Wow. <laughs> right? But she was on the phone to me for eight minutes, fully that. aware... It was one pound fifty a minute, <laughs> and I explained that to her. Yeah, it's the principle. Yeah, principle being the money, obviously. And um, <laughs> so I, and I told her like about two or three times. You know, you sure this this is one pound fifty a minute? It's two p you're complaining about. But I just had to be a sympathetic person, mm. which I don't like being sometimes, especially not in that situation. So um, yeah, uh, I dealt with it, and she seemed all right. Surely, there must, it must be written somewhere that you, you can't, morally, you can't complain about fast food. Surely, if, yeah. If you go I, into I like a fast food so. restaurant and eat something there and it, and it doesn't agree with you, then that's your fault. Yeah. Like, you knew the facts when you went in. You knew it was going to be grim. You can't, there's no recourse for, <laughs> for complaint, surely. It's fast food, so you're going to get a fast trouble. Yeah, always. fast. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, David Bumford... Um, you were a cabin uh, what's the job position so you were a cabin crew what's like the, the um, role that you had f- uh, what's it called flight attendant hmm. or cabin crew I can't remember what they called it I worked for a well let's say a well known um, airline let's call them Grimjet let's call them Grimjet <laughs> I worked for Grimjet for about eight months it was soul destroying you know um, people say um, like um cry myself to sleep i used to cry myself awake <laughs> like, my, like my alarm would go off at like three in the morning and i knew that i in my subconscious mind would kn- would know i've got four flights today i go to venice and back and then i go somewhere else and back and i'd like i'd i'd, I'd be sobbing in my bed before i would like as my alarm went off it was yeah it almost killed me that job did you uh, ever improvise on the safety speech did um, you have some fun with it only on we only ever did that on the Ibiza night flights, which were only around for about a month. Um, but then people would like we started to let oh let the let the passengers like do the 
um, do this like speech. Do this big yeah, passage. Like, read speech. off a read off a card. Yeah. Um, and that that soon stops as well. Um, like Who's people, idea? that's a strange idea. Yeah, I, I don't think that was an official idea. I think that's one one guy, one like senior cabin crew member's idea. Oh, let's get him. There was probably on his way to Ibiza on holiday. So <laughs> someone tried to like do it. Kind of what's it called? That is it beat? No, like some kind of rap style. Hmm. Like oh. Yes, bruv, I've listened to the woman with the card and the uh, seatbelts are here and like drunk. Mm. Oh, and that man. seems like with I mean a late night flight to Ibiza that that must produce stories to tell. Um, I only did that about 3 or 4 times. Um and I forgot I've made myself forget it. <laughs> the tears have been sucked. It's back gone. Up. Yeah. Uh, Rick, would you like improvise if you had to do that safety speech on a plane? How would you do it? Would you have some fun with it? Well, uh, knowing exactly how you feel about those things, you know, when you wake up screaming, I would probably just scream. <laughs> uh, That's the safety thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just scream at Everyone them. just let you know how I feel. <laughs> In case just, of emergency, yeah. this, is how, this is what will happen. Exactly. <laughs> just, guys, just let you know how it feels on my end. I'm mm. glad you guys are going away and whatnot, but I'm helping you out here. A bit of sympathy. You know, because when so like David, when you worked for was it Hard Jet that company Grim Jet, Grim Jet, right. <laughs> um, frustratingly difficult jet, something like that. Um, you you did like really short flights, so I didn't realize mm. you just go from you fly from like London to to Spain or whatever. But yes. you don't get off the plane; you no. just then fly straight back. It's not a holiday. No. Like, clearly, it's not a holiday anyway. But you don't even step foot in Spain. It's basically a bus service. So we're like <laughs> we're not even bus drivers; we're bus attendants. We were so we sell teas and coffees on like a bus, basically. So you get to it, it like Venice or something. Say, oh, open the door. Oh, there's Venice. Oh, never mind. We've got to go through the aircraft with a bag and pick up everyone's junk. Okay, so that was it. So we fly somewhere, fly back, and come back to where we started from. So it wasn't the the, the kind of glory of these long haul guys who get to sit on a beach for three days down route. No. The gateway to your community, Miskin Radio. Hello, Kieran here. Thank you for downloading. If you get your podcast on iTunes, don't forget to click the subscribe button so you get a free podcast delivered to you every Thursday of our best bits from that week's show. And also, on iTunes, do leave a review as well. We love those. And on Facebook, there's loads of video content you can watch as well. Just search the Kieran Paul Sessions. Bye-bye.